I think important is having the interest in the other field and or in the other person. We have so many overlapping fields in how we work, even though at the core there's a different subject matter. It's very enriching to be together. Welcome to the Art Meets podcast series brought to you by the Swiss Arts Council Pruelvetia within the frame of its focus on art, science and technology. In this podcast series, collaborators from the arts and sciences have conversations about sharing knowledge and experience. This is Art Meets Polar Science. In this episode, we will go on an adventurous expedition on a glacier. My name is Jennifer Kakshuri, and my guests are Sabine Harbecke and Margit Schwikowski. They will introduce each other. Sabine Harbecke is a theater director. At the same time, she's also docent at the University of the Arts in Zurich. Margit Schwikowski is a scientist, and uh, her specific field is ice core drilling. She's the head of the environmental chemistry group at the uh, Paul Scherer Institute. We had a good connection from the very beginning because we have lots in common. And <laughs> this was a very special discovery for both of us. Sometimes it's a little astounding or surprising or even shocking how much we have in common, uh, even though we work in so different fields. We like mountains, we like science, we like uh, working in a team. So immediately there was a lot of trust and uh, a lot of interest in the other and this was a very nice experience for me. I felt a connection. I thought there is a woman which is still not very often seen in such a position of a leading scientist. She's very creative and she's curious to learn new things and she's very easy going. She can interact with people very easily and understand what other people are doing. So this makes her, I think, very special. I hope that she doesn't lose her optimism because uh, now that I've been working with her, I, I really see how shocked she is that how much uh, the glaciers are still melting and how fast the change goes on in the last two years. I just hope that she can keep her optimistic view and add on to this. On a beautiful day, I meet my guests in person near a little town called Bruck. That's where the Paul Scherrer Institute is located, the Institute for Natural and Engineering Sciences, where Margit has her lab and office. An environmental chemist who works with ice from glaciers is probably mostly in high altitudes or in a lab while a stage director and author is in rehearsals with actors and actresses and writing somewhere warm and cozy. Of course, these are romantic stereotypes. But how do people from such different fields meet and start collaborating? It was thanks to the Pole Arts program that their paths crossed. Pole Arts is a joint initiative by Proelvetia and the Swiss Polar Institute. Margit and Sabine both had an interest and went to an organized get-together. We were labeled as scientists and artists, and I just knew I wanted to work with a woman. And I also wanted to work with a woman who has um, a lot of experience in her field, like I do. And when I saw Margaret in the room, I just thought I would like to talk to her. 
there were also other women, but I just felt like I have to talk to Margaret. And we only did very briefly because we always had to switch after two minutes. So it was like a speed dating. Yeah, it was a speed dating. It was very awkward. And Margaret, what was it like for you? I was very curious when I went to the event because this was for me yeah, probably the first contact like this with an artist on this idea of working together. So I was very curious and I also think very open. But then the speed dating to me did not work at all because it's just not enough time. So I really did not understand what the artists are doing. <laughs> and then after the event, I was kind of not so optimistic <laughs> and thought I will not team up with anybody because I just did not feel like it. It wasn't love at first sight. Speed dating doesn't suit everyone. But despite the circumstances, it actually was a match. Sabine called Margit up after the event. I thought, oh, okay, I give it a chance. And then we met for the first time, really, and could talk to each other. And then it was immediately there, this feeling. We have a good connection and we have a lot in common. And then I changed my mind and thought, yeah, no, this is an interesting project. And we should submit a proposal because this was the idea of the event. Uh, yeah. Environmental chemist and Professor Margit focuses on the environment, looking at snow and ice. Her projects explore the reconstruction of atmospheric and climatic conditions in the past using ice cores from high mountain glaciers. And writer, stage director Professor Sabine works with words, thoughts, stories and people. Together, they both are one of the tandems within the artistic scientific projects funded by the Polarts Project by Poelvizia and the Swiss Polar Institute. This tandem's collaboration focuses on climate change. This was our plan from the beginning that Sabine joins us on an expedition. And here I have to explain, although this is a Polarts program, my expertise is working on mountain glaciers. So it's more the altitude, which is demanding than the remoteness of polar regions. This is also one of the challenges of our program because, of course, when we go on an expedition, I really normally very carefully select a team to be sure that nobody gets sick, that everybody can cope with the demanding situation we experience on those glaciers. And with a new person, I normally try to first find out if this person is capable of living through all these demanding situations. How to find out if Sabine is the right person for an expedition? Margit asked me there would be a small field trip to the Jungfraujoch to get some snow examples, whether I would join. We have a place in the research station to spend the night. And I just knew that I would clear anything to do so. And then we were together in the mountain. And I think it was great because it was sort of like also uh, an experiment. Do we work together if we spend like, you know, 48 hours together or otherwise we would have not submitted the proposal. So Jungfrau Joch was actually a test. Yeah, this was a good test. <laughs> Nothing spoke against inviting Sabine to the actual expedition. Together with an Italian and a Swiss team, they went up to the Monte Rosa glacier for what they call the ice memory mission at Colle Nifetti. Colonifetti is the glacier settled on Monte Rosa at 4,450 meters of altitude, so it's really high. And we could stay overnight in the Cabana Margarita, which is even 100 meters higher. 
We both stayed overnight in the same room and we both suffered. <laughs> From the height? From the altitude. You cannot sleep, you have a headache, you don't like to eat and you have a lot of problems. <laughs> But it was interesting for me to see that I was not the only one who was suffering. Not only the scientists, but also the mountain guide was suffering. So it's very normal that the body has to adapt. Not only the arts person who's not as tough as the mountain people or the scientists. I don't know whether we are not as tough because we have to survive in a very hostile working environment sometimes. But I was, of course, not accustomed to go to such high altitudes. And I was a rookie. But yeah, for me, it was amazing to be in a team and I was really treated in a way as a team member. I had my task. I was also doing photography and I was writing and observing and, and taking it all in. But I was just helping as a crew member and logging stuff around and helping at the drilling. For me, that was very good that Margaret enabled the situation that I could just integrate and, and work as everyone else those things I could do and not just stand around. And so I also felt like I'm part of the team and I'm needed and, and it's good to be there. The expedition team worked on the glacier for five days. They installed a mechanical drill in a tent and bored deep into the ice all the way down to the bedrock. They extracted two ice cores which were 80 meters long then separated them into small ice pillars, each ice pillar about as long as an arm. It was my job to take the core and then carry it to Margaret and uh, very carefully push it out onto the table and Margaret was measuring it. Sounds like a baby. <laughs> yes, it felt like a baby. She was measuring it and then putting it into a plastic tube and labeling it and everything. This ice contains information on the climate and environment of the last 10,000 years. And that's why the expedition is called the Ice Memory Mission. A helicopter flew the pieces to Zermatt, and from there, someone drove the ice to the Paul Scherrer Institute and put it into a freezer. And then, yeah, then the work starts. Work as in chemical analysis in Margit's lab. Looking at the ice and the specifics is like reading an environmental history book, unraveling air pollution, vegetation and climate change of the past. So there's a lot <laughs> we can get out from such an ice core. Sorry, I see a squirrel looking at us right there on the tree. Yes, it's just jumping over. Here in the woods near Margit's lab, at the Paul Scherrer Institute, we contemplate about jumping the boundaries of each one's discipline. How does Sabine put all of her new knowledge into play on stage? I have a whole a team with actors and musicians and we're going to do a transdisciplinary project between science and different arts. Sometimes arts can do it differently and maybe more in a sensual or in a grabbing way than a science report. But I always knew that uh, it has to sort of like extend what a documentary can do or a scientific article can do. She's in the middle of the process of creating this piece. So what I'm looking for is to have an evening which sort of like transport very specific 
scientific facts embedded into the personal story of the scientists or my experience with it or all the actors' experiences in it because we also did the gletscher tracking with Margaret. So it's not just that we look at the field of glacier issues or of climate change from afar and talk about it, but I wanted us to really like plunge into it. Now we already had two weeks uh, with the actors and I brought in some writings I did and we also did research, we did a lot of improvisations also. And I think we, we came to a point where I now can envision to have like a fragmented work of very different genres within one evening of where people actually have their own sensual experiences about this subject matter, but also transform really information, but also entertain. Margit, what crossed your mind when you were sitting in the rehearsal? What did it do to you? It was absolutely fascinating to me, so how different the work is in art and in science. At the beginning, it was like, you start to improvise. <laughs> and this is something... And science, of course, sometimes we have to improvise, but this is normally a situation we would like to avoid. <laughs> so we plan everything carefully ahead and so on. And we have everything in mind, what we want to do. And it was just amazing to see how the actors started to improvise. And <laughs> so fascinating to me to see this very different way of working. And theater is a very hands-on thing, obviously. What's it like to see science go into a play, to see something on stage that you have been working on in your lab or on a glacier? Yeah, I think at the beginning it was more that our joint glacier tracking went into the playing. And this was also surprising to me to see what was the impression the artists had from the glacier tracking. So they, for example, that they could not really walk well on snow and ice. So <laughs> of course, this is normal. But for me, this is not at the forefront of my experience when I walk on a glacier. And it was interesting to see that for somebody who has never done this before, this is really the first <laughs> most impressive experience. Sabine, what have you learned from Margit? Wow, a lot. <laughs> I think on one hand, her way to look at the world, to go always deep and to the core, which I definitely also like, but I think she does it as a profession. And the other thing, which is very impressive, to keep her calm always. I mean, to be very sort of like including with everyone, but it's very clear that I can sort of observe and she has her own thoughts to what's the next step and to make the best of every situation. Sabine Harbecke and Margit Schwikowski in the Art Meets podcast. They are one of the tandems within the first edition of the Polarts program, initiated by Polvetia and the Swiss Polar Institute. If you are an artist or a scientist and would like to participate in the second edition of Polarts, submit your application till January 31st, 2022. Find all the information on the websites of either Poelvetia or the Swiss Polar Institute. In the next episode, Art Meets Technology. The first time we met was actually before the door of our old hackerspace in Zurich. One evening, Tuesday evening, Miranda was standing before the door. I never would have uh, seen myself walking into a hackerspace. This big 
room of guys, which it usually is, and, and who have a lot of technical knowledge, or often, at least, I thought there weren't so many artists who had a background in creative industries. This is a production of the Audiobande, a joint venture for Sound Adventures.